Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast, where we have my accountability buddy. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Melanie. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Hi guys, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Melanie in the house. Uh, we talk about accountability, buddy, uh, just because on our last last podcast, that was a term used for anybody that you use for accountability. Yes. But we're not talking about accountability today. We're talking no. about what today, Dr. Melanie? We are talking about heat versus cold. Uh, four tips on yes. what to use and when. Now, this is a super duper, ooper, per, er, controversial topic. Yes, it is. And we're ready for the fire. Dr. <laughs> Melanie uh, started off. Give me your first tip. Um, so, well, I first decided to start writing it because I had a lot of clients ask me, like, what's better? Yeah. Should I ice? Should I heat? Or can can I put heat on my freshly sprained ankle with mm. a bunch of swelling on it? Mm-hmm. Or can I put ice on my stiff back that doesn't like to move already? Yes. So I was getting a lot of questions and a lot of comments regarding it. And I just wanted to kind of write a general, very general. <laughs> it's all like anybody's uh, place is like very situational. So this is very general. <laughs> There's no single best way to use either one of these, but I was hoping to at least provide like a generalized four tips on how to slightly approach which to use and when to use it and why or why not. Look at all those fancy words for saying this is debatable. Yeah, very debatable. (laughs) And uh, before we start this off, just be aware that any provider you talk to, anybody or whatever website you read, you're going to have... 10,000 reasons why one is better than the other, uh, and then you're going to find another website to provide the opposite, okay? What we are providing is a generalized template uh, that is going to help a large amount of people for their given situation, but we don't know your situation. We don't know what happened to you. We don't know know, what happened when you were five years old and jumped off the tree and you sprained (laughs) your ankle, and that's the reason why you continue to have right knee pain. Uh, at the age of 42. We don't know that. That's not our story. Nope. Uh, we're not going in, in, in detail about that, but all those variables are important into the decision-making process that we're going to review today. So yes. with that, what's number one? Okay, tip number one is acute versus chronic. Fancy words. What does that mean? Yes. So acute is uh, generally means that it's a brand new injury yes. that has occurred within the last 48 hours. Okay. And a chronic injury uh, typically means that it's at least been um, persistent or present for six weeks or more. Okay. So yes, there is a gap between 48 mm-hmm. hours and six weeks. 100%. But we're just focusing on these two time frames, not like worrying about in between. Um, so as a general rule, ice, uh, you want to use ice for an acute injury because with a brand new injury, typically there is a lot of swelling present mm-hmm. and the ice can be used to help decrease the swelling by stopping the blood flow coming to the area and just overall help with the healing timeline. Yep. And then in a chronic injury, swelling is really no longer present, 
but we're still having that pain or that discomfort or anything that's really just just kind of just staying it's just staying there it's lingering around um so uh heat can be used to kind of help relieve um that lingering pain or discomfort by br actually bringing blood flow to the area and helping the muscles relax yeah so uh there are a lot of people who would disagree and agree with us. Mm -hmm. yep. There's a large, we call camp. Uh, a camp is a, a group of people in a certain opinion. In this camp, we've got heat. And in this camp, we've got cold. Uh, what, do, so for an acute injury, mm -hmm. what do you like, Dr. Mel? Like, give me your professional opinion. What do you like doing? Between like ice and heat? Yes. Ice. You're going to ice it up. Yes. Chronic? Typically heat. Okay. So it's I'd agree very with you. Yeah, yeah. Situation. Here's what I'd say. I'd go with you. I agree. Uh, the only caveat I would put on that is that some people say, well, you know, it's been two months and I've been applying ice. Is there anything wrong with that? I'd say no. Right. However, it's not going to have the greatest gain on inflammation or the grassroots of what you're trying to accomplish. It will, however, make you feel better temporarily. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong right. with doing doing that at that stage. Mm -hmm. However, if you want to use the most, you know, bang for your buck, uh, use the most amount of, uh, or, or the use the best modality for that time period, heat would probably be the best uh, in that scenario. Yeah. Okay. So that's acute versus chronic. Uh, ankle sprains is a is a debatable one as well. Um, I like ice. Mm -hmm. I love ice. Uh, now there's growing research and people who say that heat is better. However, if you ever sprain your ankle, you know how good that feels to have that on you? Yeah. Oh ice my goodness. Compression. Yeah. So whatever's happening at the physiological level, awesome. Love it. You know, if, if people think that heat's, you know, better and that works for them, awesome. I have nothing to disagree about. Uh, I'm just saying off of the cases that we see here, a lot more people are going to uh, respond positively to the ice mm -hmm. purely on the analgesic or the things that make it numb. Yep. Now, no, nothing wrong with adding heat. However, we typically provide ice at the yes. beginning. Okay. Uh, tip number two, Dr. Valley. Uh, number two. Uh, so briefly, Dr. Chris just mentioned it, but sorry, I ruined it. I know. Spoiler. Uh, relaxing versus numbing. So think. Okay, so. If you don't have a new injury, like you didn't just roll your ankle yesterday or something like that, just kind of think, do you want to relax your muscles yes. or do you want to numb the pain? Okay. So thinking of that question can kind of help you uh, determine what route to go. So do you want to relax your muscles? Let's use the heat to bring that blood flow to release any stiffness or tightness and to get the muscles to relax altogether. Um, or do you want to numb the pain uh, because it's really irritated or or um, just painful altogether? Mm -hmm. You just need to completely numb it, <laughs> make it go away temporarily. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that's that's good. I agree with that. Okay, so can you relax with ice? You can. Oh, not for me. I don't. Like yeah, that. I don't. I cannot. Uh, but you, I mean, I'm sure. So can you numb with heat? I wouldn't describe it as numbing. Mm. You can get rid of the pain with heat, 
but it, it's not necessarily numbing. Because yeah. numbing is more of like you're you're numbing down the nerves to yeah. not experience that pain signal as Correct. much anymore. Correct. So we're talking of just the background of if you know the 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 actual process that happens because when we apply these things to our skin and those local nerves uh, will interpret that information in a certain capacity and provide a certain output. So uh, when you're trying to calm down and uh, remove uh, pain and you want to, you, you have inflammation that you want to, you know, calm down, the ice is going to be great for that numbing aspect. Um, and I agree that heat would be better for the relaxation, Dr. Mm -hmm. Mellon. Yes. Yeah. So this is based on your purpose. Yeah. What do you want out of it? Yeah. So the answer is super dependent on you, the listener. And you hate to you hate to hear that because you want the I want to know exactly what I should do at this time point because when I was 6 years old this happened and I have low back pain. Mm -hmm. Not an easy answer. Right. You need okay. guidelines. The better, the better you can make decisions, uh, the better choices you will make. I know that sounds <laughs> very, very basic, but uh, it is important. So you have to understand the the reasons behind it before you can make a better decision for yourself. Okay. Tip number three. Number three. Uh, so another generalized way to look at it is if you're dealing with your muscle or your joint. So if you sit down and you say, "Oh." My ankle hurts or hmm, my hamstring hurts. Mm. Those are two very different things. Yes, muscles, tendons surround the ankle. But if you sprain your ankle, then you're having that swelling in the ankle joint. But if you pull your hamstring, that's the muscle belly. You're not really dealing with the knee joint. You're not dealing with your hip joint. You're dealing with the actual muscle belly of the hamstring. Um, another kind of tricky area is your low back because all of the muscles and joints are very close together and very small. Uh -huh. um, so that one's a little tricky to deal with. But if you're having actual joint pain um, inside the joint, right around the joint, um, typically ice can be used in a more helpful way to numb the pain and reduce any swelling. Because there could be swelling happening, but it's not visible. It can be inside the joint and you just can't see it. Mm -hmm. um, and then another... Uh, Another way to go about that is if you have the discomfort or the pain directly in like the actual muscle, heat can be used to help relax the actual muscle. Yeah. So that that's a interesting point because say you have hip pain. Mm -hmm. The hip is so deep. It's deep, yeah. It's big and muscles are small and Yeah, so how are you going to get into that? Right. Big old thick thing, <laughs> right? right? Yep. And heaven forbid, it's like near your glutes in the backside. Yeah. You know how many inches that is before you get to that joint? Yeah. So that's a very good consideration. Mm -hmm. uh, how deep do you, are you trying to penetrate with the thing that you're trying to accomplish? Right. So what are your what's your answers? I mean, what, what are we applying to these things? Typically, typically, again, situational. Mm -hmm. But typically, if you're having any type of hip discomfort or yes. low back discomfort or pain, yes. it's tight. Somewhere, somehow, something is tight yes. and it needs to be loosened. So heat yes. is typically the way to go that would help relax the muscles and get just a little deeper and bring the blood flow to the area to kind of relax Yes. overall. And joints are tough. Yeah. That depends on how deep, but ultimately, you know, they're not going to penetrate that far, either one of the two. Yeah. Um, so joint pain, you know, you really have to consider 
you know, and if it works for you, go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. if it's not working, that also gives you a little bit more insight into why these things wouldn't work for something so deep. Right. Now, the knee doesn't have a lot of tissue around it, the actual knee joint. So you might get that effect, but something so deep as a hip might yeah. be a little tougher. Yeah. And okay. also just remember, if you did just get like a hip replacement or something, Ooh. your hip is going to be tight. Don't put heat on it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got out of surgery, you know, <laughs> just numb it for now. Yeah. Then worry about the tightness and regaining the range of motion with your healthcare provider. And, and so a lot of these things, I mean, this is also why we say that a lot of our clients, uh, you know, we're here to help them during their time within our care, within the hour they have or whatever mm -hmm. time they have with us. But also it's just more of making good decisions along the recovery journey. Yeah. And, and so these are like one uh, one very important topic that we discuss during that recovery process. This is only one step. This has this is not going to be your end all be all, but making the right choices along the way is uh, such a large reason why you need to connect with somebody yeah. to help you with these uh, these things. So number four. Okay, last but not least, uh, frequency and duration. Yes. So believe it or not. There is such thing as icing or using heat for too long or too much. Just mm -hmm. think of Antonio Brown, okay? Oof. He did a different type of icing, but he didn't wear the proper, he didn't do the proper Ooh. techniques. And look what happened to see. Sorry, Antonio Brown. That hurts. It hurts. Um, so one key point to remember if, and this is talking about like your basic heat, like a heating pad or yes. your like rice in a sock and put in a microwave or like a ice pack or something you don't want to put it directly on the skin there needs to be some sort of barrier mm. like a towel a piece of clothing something like that um like i said there are methods where direct skin contact is mm -hmm. acceptable yep. but you should know you have to at least talk to somebody like tr talk to somebody you trust medical yeah. provider that can help you understand which areas you can use yes. like direct ice or heat on and so forth um and then uh, you typically, you know, a good range would be 10 to 20 minutes. Uh -huh. um, you can do like one to two times a day when necessary, but it's almost like anything else. You don't want to become dependent on it. You Correct. need to have other ways to relieve pain or to relieve tightness or Correct. to gain strength or, re you know, regain range of motion. Um, but this is something that you can use temporarily for some pain relief. Yeah, there, it, there's no like perfect uh, time or duration, but ultimately the safety is a big concern. So it's it's actually better to do it less frequent and more often than to do like one large like one hour bout. I mean, you're you're yeah. just putting yourself at a higher risk. Or so sleeping on a heating heating pad. Yeah, we've seen these things come to us with <sighs> you know with scars or um, frostbite. I mean, just little things <laughs> that really mess up skin and it ruins your nerves and they get irritated. So these things do happen and and. Uh, you want to monitor these things, so don't fall asleep with them. Right. Um, you know, if you are going to have somebody around you so you can put an alarm or something uh, that you can easily protect yourself and reduce the risk of overdoing it. Yes, it is possible to overdo it. So yes. uh, smaller frequencies more often is better than a large duration and um, a large uh, frequency as well. So all things to consider, uh, there is no best way. Want, <laughs> want, spoiler alert. Sorry. Everybody wanted that easy answer. It does not exist. Every no, single person, exist. every person is uh, very unique, and the way you approach it is going to be dependent on your current status and everything that you do. So, uh, we hear this probably weekly. Yes. 
what should I do? The answer becomes, what do you need to do? What do you want it for? What's your goal? How quickly? All those questions come into play. So uh, that is the truth, Dr. Melanie. Yes. My accountability buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you uh, next time. Have a good week. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.